Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Embrace the Grind podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by my co-host, Zach Perkins, where today we'll be discussing motivation and procrastination. Hey, Zach. So, like uh, like I said, today we're going to be talking about procrastination, motivation, and, um, and how those two kind of relate. Um the delay in this release has nothing to do with our procrastination. Um, okay. Yes, it does. We kind of <laughs> delayed a little bit. so <laughs> It's definitely my fault. I told you last week that I just <clears throat> wasn't feeling it in between. Um, I guess that's one of the things that it's kind of fun about it being our podcast, right? We can do whatever we want more or less. Um, but yeah, just felt like last week I didn't, I didn't have it, just didn't have it in me. Wasn't really feeling it. We had a lot going on. Um, so rather than try to force something together and, you know, just, just push something out to push something out, I wanted to sit back on it for a week and uh, really collect my thoughts a little bit and, and make sure I was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've, we've both done that. I'm, I did, I can't, I couldn't pinpoint the week, but there's been weeks where, we're like, all right, let's do tonight. And I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Let's do another night. So, I mean, we're all guilty of it, um, but it happens and it brings us to our topic. So, I mean, what what ultimately is procrastination? It's pretty simple, I would say. I mean, I've done it pretty much my entire life. I'm like <laughs> the walking um, definition of procrastination. <laughs> um, so for me, it's just, it's putting things off, right? Putting, putting, doing whatever so whatever the thing is, um, but putting it off for an extended amount of time, really until that, you know, just before it's due or whatever it may be. Right. So like on our notes here, I wrote Zach still procrastinates. Right. And that's where I wanted yeah. to start. <laughs> um, I was wondering wh- where we were going with that. Cause I don't really have much to go on. Zach still procrastinates. So yeah. Like, you would take the lead. Oh, I guess, <laughs> I guess I can. I mean, I thought you had this, but <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's just, I know it's something that I've done since, geez, I don't know, we were in grade school, right? Um, I was just talking to somebody the other day and laughing about how when we were in school, I would do my homework uh, and just not hand it in. And then we would get to the point where it was like, you know, teachers would be like, oh, there's two weeks left in, in the term or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, here's all my homework that I had done throughout the term. Uh, and just never handed in. So uh, it definitely started there, but I've done it on projects, um, you know, like school projects. I still do it now with my schoolwork as I'm going to college. Uh, most of the time, like things aren't do- due until, um, you know, Sunday nights or whatever. And I will literally wait till Sunday if I can, uh, just oh, to not have yeah. to like put all this extra effort in and do a ton of work. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I'm I'm sure everybody procrastinates on their own level, maybe not to to your level, but I mean, I know I do too. Um, I know we uh, we talked a few weeks ago about going to the gym, and or me going to the gym, and guess who still hasn't gone? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, and obviously, I've I've validated to myself by being like oh well I'm moving and my final's coming and I got a new job that I have to do all this paperwork for and I have to like there's tons of things that I have to do and it's 
I don't know. Everybody does it on their own level for certain things. And I think, I think one of the biggest reasons people, or at least myself, but, and I don't like to generalize, but I'm sure it's goes across the board for a lot of people is I think people procrastinate on things that just like are different. Like once you get in a, in a flow, changing that flow, whether it be completing class or going to the gym, doing something that you don't normally do. I think you kind of push those, those things off and procrastinate just because you're so used to your, your current flow. Yeah. Well, and I feel like there's a lot of like, especially now, right. We, (laughs) I was just, I was honestly pretty astonished at the fact that we just hit one year of COVID. Um, somebody I was talking to had been like, Oh man, do you know what, you know, what day it is, blah, blah, blah. And then went on to tell me it was the one year anniversary of COVID. And it was, I mean, it, it feels like it flew by, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to think that we've been in a year of just a completely different lifestyle. Um, it, I don't know. It's crazy. And I feel like this has set so many people into a very specific schedule of, of certain things like and the gym is a great example of one of those places where maybe it's not the most comfortable place for people to go or you know like now things are starting to open up right so you've got like indoor dining that's starting to happen again and there's people who maybe aren't so super comfortable about that and so you find ways to procrastinate or kind of push those things off just because it's now you have a different comfort level than you did before. And I think procrastination in general is about comfort level and, you know, making sure that I guess it's like, it's a comfort level, but it's working on self-realization and, and understanding like you are pushing things off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, we, we not only had our, whole life lives changed with COVID, but we were forced into um, a less, I don't want to say productive, but we were forced into a less like active lifestyle for now a year, which is mind blowing. So I think especially now, I mean, all the time, but especially now we're, we're building back up and picking back up state by state is different and comfort level is different, but slowly we're getting more active and it's so hard to, to get out of the slump you've been in, especially for how long it's been, it's been a year. So people are going from working at home, rolling out of bed to now having to get up and get dressed and commute and everything. And that type of change, just you start pushing everything off as much as you can, because you're so used to taking things easier with COVID. Yeah. You know, and I've been, I've, I've been interested to see, right. Like between our friends and family and, and just people close to me, like, you know, I I've had a lot of people that have been excited, not excited, right. But they appreciate being able to work from home and being able to do things on their time schedule. Um, they feel like, you know, even working from home, they were more productive than they were when they were at the office. Um, I feel like, you know, you, you talk about procrastination and I'm sure everybody can see or, uh, give an example of a time that they've procrastinated in this year that they've worked from home. But, um, I'll be interested to see, you know, what people go through, uh, when they start to transition back to, to, what was normal for us right and that like 
moving back into, you know, the office, are you going to continue to be as productive or are things, um, you know, has your mentality changed in a, in a way that, you know, maybe the job's not really what you love and what you want anymore. And, and so are you going to further procrastinate on things you were doing regularly at home? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, COVID um, and, and all of the changes that came with it certainly forced people at a professional level to find and learn and, and what matters most to make work happen. Like we don't need to have these productive, like in-person meetings. We don't need to have these specific reports. Like we learned because of COVID the minimum work necessary to get by. And it's going to be so hard to get back to full production or productivity because we're so used to doing the min- the minimum required because that's what COVID forced us to do. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a lot of that in-person stuff, right? A lot of the, um, you know, like sitting in a meeting room, things like that. Like, I feel like that's where things are going to really struggle or, or people are going to find the most difficulty, right? Because now it's like, all right, let's log on a zoom meeting or a team's meeting or whatever. Um, you know, we can hammer things out pretty quickly and then we all go off and do what we need to continue to do. And, you know, work from home and you know care for family while you're doing the working from home or whatever it may be so uh, yeah it's going to be super interesting to see you know how that goes but I think it's important to understand when we talk about procrastination like I know for me specifically it's it's more of a habit that I've I've learned than it is defining me like who I am personally you know what I mean like I definitely yeah I definitely don't I know it's a habit, right? I know that I've put myself in a routine to wait and do homework till the last possible minute because it's not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say it doesn't define somebody if, if you procrastinate doing certain things. I don't think it defines you as like, I don't think it means you're a lazy person. I just think it means you are a person who's used to a certain system or you you may be apprehensive to start something new. So I, I don't think it, it, it makes like a person. It's just, you're like you said, it's, it's more of a bad habit that people have learned and gotten comfortable with. And, and I think the best way is, is, is with everything is to recognize it. Like you've done and just constantly work on improving it. It's wild too, because you were just talking about, <clears throat> you know, if there's like some fear in what you're doing, then you typically would find, um, you know, like that's the things you procrastinate on. You're not super comfortable with them. And it brought me back to the last episode we did, right. Where we were kind of talking about embracing fear. And I feel like that's, a, you know, part of busting procrastinate procrastination, excuse me, um, is, making sure and, and, uh, you know, realizing, um, and allowing that fear not to overrun you, but to, uh, break your habit and start to drive you, um, and be the basis for, you know, kind of what the opposite is of procrastination, which would be, you know, having motivation. Yeah. And that, that brings us to like the other half of it. And, 
And that's kind of last week's or two weeks ago's podcast kind of led us into this, having like the fear and overcoming it. Um, and we started with like motivation and, and I suggested actually bringing up procrastination because like you just said, they go, they go hand in hand. I mean, they're, they're almost opposites in the sense that like, if you're motivated to do something, you're more than likely not going to procrastinate doing that. So I think the best way to defeat procrastination is by finding the best ways to motivate yourself. Yep. I agree. And it's just one of those things like, it feels good when you're motivated, right? Like I feel like there's times there's best definitely been times through COVID where, um, you know, you find that little spark of motivation or, you know, you wake up and it's funny because um, I was talking to, to somebody the other day and I was talking about like, nah, you have your good days, you have your bad days. And we had those normally. Right. But especially with COVID, I feel like you have your good days. Right. And like you wake up and you feel motivated and you're ready to go and, and, you know, you go like gangbusters and then you have your days where it's like, nah, I'm really not feeling it today. And, um, it's just, yep. it's just interesting to see that. And, you know, I guess one of the biggest things to, uh, to continue to be motivated or continue to move forward with your motivation is understanding what motivates you, because I feel like there's specific things, right? So there are, you know, whether it's like a goal that you've set for yourself, whether it's, um, you know, like something in the future that, uh, you want to work towards, you know, like a house or, uh, in your sense, right? Like moving in uh, with your significant other, like those are things that you set and they motivate you to to drive uh, certain certain goals, basically. Yeah, I think like the best way to put it is motivation is driven by the goals you set. If you if you set a goal that you desire, then I think you're going to be more motivated than a goal that you're not really interested in i mean it's we're we're both doing online classes and i think we both have the goal of getting our like completing our degrees and completing these classes so that's a pretty common goal and and we're we're doing each class to to get that degree and i think the closer we get the easier it is at least for me to motivate myself and like hey man i just got to push through this class i only have a few more and if if it's like a random Tuesday and I'm thinking about doing school and school work and I have like six, seven more classes left, I'm just like, Oh, it's so far away. Like that, the goal, the main goal I'm driving for isn't that desirable because it feels so unattainable. Then I'm going to procrastinate and push the work off. But now I've like only four classes left and I'm like, man, this is within reach. And I, this past eight weeks, I have been so motivated. I've been doing work ahead of when it's due and it's just like the more you desire the goal that you set the more easy it is to motivate yourself i think yeah i agree and like you said like the closer you get to that goal too right so like the closer you get to you getting your degree uh the more you're you know the fires in your belly and you're like all right like i am so close to this goal i'm ready to continue to work hard and drive for it um and really you know get to that place uh, and it's good, right? It's good that you do that. It's good that you have that drive. Um, I feel like it's super important to 
to pass that along to people too, right? So like we've talked about self-growth and, and, and mental growth, and that's kind of what we're looking to do here uh, with our podcast is, is promote those things uh, and be around people who promote those things because it, it, you know, we've said it, you put yourself in a group of people that are like-minded, uh, it just pulls the best out in you every single day. Um, so I feel like it's super important to, to motivate other people just as much as you have that self-motivation, um, but not motivate people by uh, like overdoing it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can like, yeah. really like, like be like over the top and like really kind of almost fakely motivating people um, versus, yeah. you know, really from, you know, the bottom of your heart, really having a sentiment and really uh, focusing on trying to, to see the best in that person and, and have that person see the best in themselves as well. Yeah. And, and I think the best, one of the best ways to help motivate people is to, to help them or create for them, depending on the position. I don't know. Like if we're talking professionally, it might be a little different than if you're trying to motivate like a friend to, to do something they want to do. But the best way to do it, in my opinion, is, is to, like I said, create desirable goals, but create like small periods of desirable goals. So you're not only like we were saying, the further something out feels, the less likely you're going to be motivated. So if you create goals within short time frames that are desirable to that person, then I think you're going to help them be motivated because they're going to, you're not only going to be pushing them and supporting them, but you're all, they're also going to have the desire to obtain the goals because it's, it's something that was geared towards them. So I think that's, that's something that's huge, whether you're trying to help like a student read better or, or uh, like one of your hockey players skate better, you need to set these small, like short-term goals. And as they meet them, they kind of get that, that dopamine rush of, of succeeding and it's slowly working them towards the larger goal. And I think that's a huge, like a huge force behind motivation. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, when, when we talk about like motivating others too, right? So my uncle and I have the business, right? And we've talked, he was on with us a couple episodes ago. He's obviously the, the leading yep. sponsor for us, right? But uh, him and I chat a few times a week on the phone and, you know, I feel like we work to motivate each other. Um, so like I'm here and I try to help motivate him for growth in the business, just as he has the realistic um, and more hands-on understanding of the business. Right. So like, I feel like there's days where I'm like the rah-rah cheerleader of like, Oh, let's be great. And let's go do things. And, you know, he has that ability to pull me back to, uh, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. Um, but yeah. there's also yeah. times that, you know, throughout the business, you know, maybe he's been a little bit doom and gloom and I've been able to like, Hey, you know, one block at a time, one foot in front of the other, um, things don't come without hard work. Right. And, and then he puts one foot in front of the other and he goes back at it. Um, so we kind of, you know, there's a, there's an example of like how him and I continue to motivate each other in, in just in different ways. Um, you know, where I don't have a hands-on every day with the business. Um, but, you know, there's enough things that happen there um, where he gives me, you know, just some ability to, to be part of it. 
Yeah, and and the biggest thing too, I think, is when you when you're trying to motivate somebody else, whether it be at work, as a coach, as a friend, you need to know the type of person they are too, because there are different things that motivate different people. Some people feel pressure or anxiety when pushed too hard, and some people don't. Some people are the opposite and really need that extra push. So it is super important to kind of identify the type of person that you're working with and gear their plan and find out what motivates them and kind of use that because um, I know personally, if somebody were to hound me day in and day out about something, it actually like makes me feel less motivated because I feel like I'm being forced or expected to do something. And I like for certain things, I like to do them on my own terms. So I need to kind of feel that motivation from within. So if somebody's pushing me and saying like, Hey, do this, do this, do this, whether it be at work or at home or whatever, then it actually gets like under my skin and it becomes counterproductive. So it really depends on who you're working with and and how they're motivated. Yeah, definitely. And I think so it's there's kind of two sides to motivation, right? So you especially when you're doing it with other people, right? Like you just explained it really great. It actually that kind of like sat with me really well, right? There's that that fake motivation I was talking about, which really becomes like nagging, right? Yeah. Um, which would yep. really demotivate the person you're trying to, uh, you know, get going or, or motivate, um, there's something about genuine support. Yes, exactly. That, yep. That's exactly where I'm and, and trying to pass along genuine support, right? People are really, people aren't stupid. So they're pretty good about understanding when you're just jamming them constantly and getting in their face and getting, you know, just shoving things down their throat versus, all right, like this person genuinely cares about what I'm doing and who I'm trying to become and what goals I'm trying to reach. Um, You know, this person is constantly checking in to make sure that I'm continuing to reach for my goals. That's genuine support of motivation. And I think that's important um, if you really want to watch people around you grow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that the core of it is, if, if you're trying to motivate somebody um, or yourself, you need to be genuine about it because there is, there's a fine line and crossing that line can have reverse effects. So yeah, I think the biggest parts of motivation would definitely have to be like the goals are obtainable. They're desirable. And the, if there's an outside force, motivating you it needs to be genuine and from the heart yeah definitely and it's you know to go back a little bit um i guess to like the genuine part of it right like (laughs) you think about sports right and you think about like like i really enjoyed listening to to you kind of explain the uh the the know the audience right that's what that's about is know your audience and and know the person or people or group or whatever it may be you're speaking to when you're having that conversation um and i like that hits home with me pretty well being a you know the hockey coach and and working with the team and you're you're at a point where you're working with people who are all old enough who are all um 
intelligent enough to understand what's going on, right? And kind of what they're doing. Um, so understanding that audience and making sure that you're communicating, like no two people are going to take the same communication and no right. two people are yep. going to take a message the same way either. So it's important to know that person on a pretty intimate level on a pretty close level and have a pretty good relationship. Um, I feel like before you can start to uh, really be that support or help motivate. Uh, and I think that goes the same for people with me, right? Like if, if I am in need of some motivation or I have people looking to continue to help me push, um, I can tell you, I surely don't want it to be somebody I barely know. I'll brush yep. that off and so quickly, you know? Yep. And that's why as um, in, in the, on a, at a professional level specifically, a manager needs to really understand their employees and, and gear different types or different expectations of work from their employees based off of that type of person. That's why at a managerial level, it's so important to understand that each employee is different and kind of manage. That's why you're a manager, manage their goals and what drives them while obtaining like their productivity. So I think at like a coaching level on a managerial level, whatever level it may be, you really need to know who you're working with. And, and manage their goals and what motivates them individually. Because well, there's not, there's no cookie cutter for everybody. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny too, like you talk about the motivation at the work, at the workplace, right? But, um, you know, working in sales, there's certain motivations you have there, right? Based on uh, how you make your money and whatever, right? But it's funny when you look at, yeah. uh, at an organization overall from like a higher standpoint, because, like in the interview we had with my uncle where he talks about, you know, there's certain people who are good for certain jobs and you need people at all levels. Um, that's true, but you need to understand what that motivation for that person is as the manager, right? So you need to know like, all right, a good salesperson is probably motivated by money, right? That's what's important yeah. to them. They, they want to uh, be successful and success is measured in money. Uh, but for other people, that may not be the case, right? Money may not be the motivator. It may be uh, good work-life balance or, uh, I don't know, you know, community and charity work that, you know, some places offer versus other places don't. So there's, there's certain things. And I think it's important as an employee to understand what motivates you too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that um and i mean geez i'm trying to think of anything else i can say i think we may have covered the base level of motivation a little bit yeah Just, yeah for sure are we missing anything no, okay. no i think we're good so i think at this point we probably should uh head it on over to brown small engine repair for their uh, weekly sponsorship ad before we continue on i want to interrupt and thank our sponsor for this episode brown small engine repair Brown Small Engine Repair, located in Summers, Connecticut, is a family-owned and operated business with over 10 years of experience in small engine repair. Follow them on Facebook at Brown Small Engine Repair. Contact them today with all of your small engine needs. Thanks again to Brown Small Engine Repair uh, for just taking a little bit of time out here. Obviously sponsoring the podcast for us. We appreciate the, the help and everything you give for us, so thank you. Um, as just a quick little addition to that, 
it is almost springtime. So if your fa family and friends need anything from Brown Small Engine Repair, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, the support they've given us is huge. Uh, and we'd like to return that support to them as well. Let them know the podcast uh, uh, sent you right. over. I don't think it'll be anything special, but it'll just let them validate a little bit of the, uh, the sponsorship that they've given. So, so, yeah, um, exactly. you know, we were talking exactly. about motivation before we went to the ad there. Um, and I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to start to chat about <clears throat> willpower a little bit. And I feel like, I feel like this is so interconnected with, with motivation. So the way I see this is motivation drives willpower, but motivation is also driven by willpower. Okay. And, and when, when you say For me, willpower, willpower is just like the absolute want, right? So it's that like in the pit of your stomach, I am going to do this. I absolutely have without a doubt, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to make sure that I stay on plan. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I feel like the more willpower you have, the more like willing you are to put your everything into something. So like the more willpower you have, the, the less stoppable you yeah, are, so, you become, I guess is the best yeah. way to put it. So I Googled it real That's quick while you were doing your thing there. And uh, the definition of willpower yeah. is control exerted to do something or restrain impulses. Um, so, so you're restraining your willpower, right? You restrain, right? It drives your desire, it drives my motivation, right? I like that. Okay. Um, so, yep, yep. You know, it's one thing to be motivated and to just, I'm gonna go do this, right? I, I'm gonna go start a successful business. Um, wow, well, I'd like to. <laughs> you are. But, you know, so there's one thing to be motivated and have a goal and have a direction, right? But there's another part of that in the willpower, which, I mean, willpower is the exact word you should have with it, right? You need to, you need to make sure you stay on task. You need to make sure that you drive solely at the, the end game. Uh, you can't just have this, yeah, I'm motivated to go do it without any direction or, or just giving into every little change in direction here and there, right? There, there's a lot of things that get thrown at you as you do this. Um, so you need to make sure that if you're gonna pull yourself away from that sole direction, in my case of like this business, right? You need to make sure that you're, you understand um, exactly what that kind of pull is. And if it's a little bit unnecessary, Right, have the willpower to stay on task, to continue to drive the the one direction. Don't start branching off into different places. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like motivation and willpower almost go hand in hand. But for me, motivation is when I'm motivated. I am like I really want this outcome or this goal, so I'm motivated. But I feel like willpower like you said before, is the driving force inside of you that makes you want to, to do the physical or whatever, like work, like motivation is like the, the end goal. And man, I really want that. And like, yeah, let's do it. But the willpower is the next gear of like, 
all right, let's let's do this for real. Like they go hand in hand, but I think the willpower the willpower side of it is I am gonna do it. Like yeah, so I don't, I don't so basically the sense. way I took it that right is my head. The willpower is the commitment. Right? It's one thing to have the idea, the willpower is the commitment yeah. behind it of I am going to do these things in order to um, to meet my end goal. Whereas motivation is just yep. a yep. And I just think, a yep. almost like a, a shotgun approach, right? It's that just general direction of like, yep, I'm driven, I'm gonna go do this rather than I'm going to go do yeah. this by taking these exact steps. And kind of quieting, you know, the the outside noise or the yeah. outside things that might try to pull me away from what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's a hundred percent true. Like, because you have here written here, motivation drives willpower, but it's also driven by willpower, and I think that's a hundred percent right. Where the more willing you are to actually get up and do it you're going to start seeing the results and you're going to be more motivated to continue seeing those results. And then it's going to increase your willpower and it's a never ending cycle. And yeah, they end up, oh, it's almost like they manifest that. each other, right? They, they, they force each other to grow. Yeah. Uh, as long as you're truly invested in what you're trying to do. Um, you know, and it's one thing to, it's one thing to, to have like, say, all right, I'm motivated, right? I have the motivation. It's another thing to, to have that willpower to keep you on track and to put you in that direction and make sure you're, you're staying kind of in that lane. Um, but when you get to a certain point, I feel like it's, yeah. um, you change from just having like a high willpower and, and a high, like, yeah, I'm ready to go do this too. Uh, you become relentless, right? So now it's, my motivation is at an all-time high. My willpower is at an all-time high. And when those things are both, you know, at this high level of pure just striving and, and wanting the absolute best without any questions, you become relentless. Yeah. And, and part of what you had said was like, the more invested you are, but I think part of willpower is even when you're not invested, as invested as you would like to be, you may be motivated, but you may not be like fully mentally or physically invested in your goal. I think having the willpower is to push through that lack of investment and kind of be like, you know what, I'm not really invested in this, but I know deep down I will come out of this, doing this today, doing this thing. I know I will appreciate the time and effort I'm putting into this. So I think part of having willpower is is even when the motivation decreases it helps you push through and and i think that's what manifests the motivation is because like well i pushed through last time i might as well not procrastinate and just do this and yeah absolutely you know what i mean you know i put on here be relentless right because i feel like that is that's so important right especially um Oh, I feel like it's important really in any part of your life, right? If you really want to be the best, if you really want to, you have that, that, that drive to want to be better um, every single day, right? Like there's this, there's this thing among coaches and I I really like when I hear it, it just, it it makes me like, it pushes me, right? But it's be 1% better every single day, right? So like, you're not really setting yourself this giant goal, 
Um, but you're you're setting a goal yeah. where it's like, okay, I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm going to be better, whatever it is. Um, and that's super important. And that's the be relentless part is, is go out there and strive to be 1% better every day. Because if you can just do that 1%, um, you're ahead of, of people around you who, you know, have settled or who have just said like, yep, I'm, I'm happy with where I am. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But, uh, if you really, really want to drive, if you want the most of everything, like I, I feel everybody has, everybody has the ability. It's just how bad do you want it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think part of being relentless is, and, and just to put it in, to, to continue your example, getting better, getting 1% better every day. Part of being relentless is, and obviously it's not a, a visible thing, but like, let's say you're, you're a kid at hockey practice and you're working on getting that 1% every single day. And you see a kid on your team who, who gets 5% better. Again, it's not visible. You can't really tell, but you, you know, like, oh my gosh, Jimmy hit this slap shot, man. He can really slap shot it now. Like I'll never be as good as him. I think part of being relentless is focusing on your small goals and not being distracted or being let down by like outside forces. I think part of being relentless is pushing through no matter what, like the 1% of growth you might obtain in one day may not feel like a lot in the short term, but by being relentless and pushing through, I think you start to realize they add up. Like Jimmy might've increased 5% one day, but if he's stagnant, stagnant and, and increasing 0% the next six days, then you've, you've passed them. And obviously it doesn't work exactly. Yeah. You're, you you know, if you're always looking for that constant growth and you're always looking for that 1% better, that, that relentless uh, chase for, for growing every single day, uh, you are going to outpace people. Right. And there was a great example right there of like, it's probably not tangible, right. It's not something you can put like a, a, you can't measure it. Right. Um, but if yep. you try to measure it in a, in like, okay, I spent today getting 1% better. What was my 1%? That's, you're never going to get that right. Yep. But over time, you're going to find that your growth, uh, has taken a completely different path than the person who makes those big chunks of like, oh, I got way better at this. But now, like you said, I'm stagnant for X amount of time. Um, right, right. And and at at some point, like we talk like, about it with hockey players, not, right? But like you see it in youth sports a ton, right? There's always somebody in youth sports who is like just far and away better than the rest of the team, the rest of the teams you play against. Like there's always that one or two kids, right? Um, but as everybody – yeah, that was definitely that was definitely you and I. Definitely, I, de- I definitely you don't think that's sports. true at all. Definitely, <laughs> that was but complete sarcasm. It's <laughs> it's one of those situations, <laughs> right? Where like on. you see that kid as you get as you grow up, and you're like, wow, like I wish I could be that good. Um, yeah, but what you f- tend to find throughout that time, right, is like, okay, well, that kid was really good and outpaced everybody for that one year. At some point, the game or 
everybody yep. around that person catches them, right? And typically that person gets surpassed because yep. at some point yep. in their life, they settled and felt like, yep, I am the best at this. Nobody can keep up with me. They stop working. They stop grinding. They stop doing the yep. things that, you know, got them to the point they were at. And it, it takes its toll. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think even if you are at the top of your game, your, your job, whatever, I think the people that continuously succeed are the people who are still motivated. They're still not happy. They're still pushing for that 1%. And I think that is the whole idea of being relentless is, is that even if you do get to the top, you're not satisfied. And I mean, you are satisfied, but you still want more. And I think that's that's part of being relentless is setting these goals, obtaining these goals and continuing to set them and just continuing and continuing and never, never settling. And I think that goes hand in hand with motivation. Once you're motivated and you have the willpower to push through, you can continue to push and get that 1% every day. And then you become. Yeah. yeah. Like and it's uncatchable. one of those things too, where like when you look at it, I guess that's where I look at like managers and leaders, right? And you can, you can very easily tell a good manager or a good leader by, you know, that's a person who continuously pushes and gets better and wants to be better. Right. And so they chase their goal of being relentless and they're constant, you know, I want to be 1% better, but they start, excuse me, they start to bring people with them. Right. So not only are you driving your success, but you're driving your team's success which ultimately creates business success, right? And once you're chasing that goal and you have that relentless dream and you bring people that are like-minded to you in on the team, it just promotes success throughout an entire organization, regardless of work, uh, hockey, yep. soccer, uh, music, doesn't matter what it is, right? But like when, when the entire group shares that same yep. relentless, uh, relentless goal, uh, that's when that's when you are at your peak of, of performing just at an unbelievable or a completely different level. Yep. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. I don't have anything to add to that because I think you, you wrap, not wrapped it up, but I think you said it perfectly. So I think it's, it's important to, to surround yourself with, with like-minded people keep yourself motivated and and really recognize what motivates you what motivates the people around you and and set obtainable goals and and i i think i i know we started the podcast off with procrastination i i don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it i think everybody does it and i think the biggest way around it is to if is to acknowledge when you've procrastinated and don't let it take you down. Don't let it defeat you. I like. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with the the relentlessness aspect we were talking about too. It's if you do have an off day or you do procrastinate, you push something off, you you skip something. Don't dwell on that. Don't look at it as a failure. Learn from it. Say, man, I feel really terrible that I pushed this off. Let's yeah. Not do that well, again. and that's when and you start on. to look at, you know what I mean? uh, really the last part of this that I wanted to talk about, right. But the eyes on the prize. So we hear it all the time, right? Oh, keep yep. your eyes on the prize, whether that be the championship trophy or, uh, 
promotion at work or you name it. It doesn't even matter. It could be, you know, a dessert at the end of the night because you went to the gym and did what you wanted to, right? Like, it doesn't matter what the eyes are. I mean, I could totally go for something, but <laughs> can you tell where my eyes are right now? <laughs> so, but it's just one of those things, right, where it's so important. And I feel like that's where that's almost how you break your procrastination, right? If you've really been on it for such a long while, um, or you feel like you've put something off for, for an extended period of time, go back to remembering what that goal was, right? Why did I set that goal? It's important to, to reflect yep. on it and understand, yep. you know, why did I set it? What was it? And why did I stray away from it? And what, and what can I do to get back onto it, right? Like, what can I yep. do to get myself back to having the willpower and the motivation uh, to go drive and get that goal. Um, but I think it's important to have some forethought in there too and understand, okay, I've done all of those things, right? I have my eye on that prize. What am I doing after I hit that goal? Because yep. you don't ever want to just, oh, I got my goal. I'm happy now. I'm going to stop. That's when you get stagnant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that brings us back to the relentless. Yeah, it's like everything absolutely. ties together. And, you know, it, if nothing else, I hope that it really does. <clears throat> I hope that people that listen, like, I hope that that just becomes just 1% better every single day. That's like what I want you to take away from this is, is just remember that, you know, if you need the support, if you need some motivation, there's people around you, call us, text us, email the, the email we'd be glad to help out um but know that the support is there yep. right so keep your eyes on the prize of that goal um find your motivation and just get one percent better every single day and strive for that one percent yep yeah <laughs> sick <What's> that, so? <laughs> <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm not gonna recap that you nailed it so yeah, I mean, I on that note, I think we we call it a week and 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 strive. My eyes are on the nice, prize nice. We're at one percent better for next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sounds so like. Maybe uh, I, I definitely we can just. I mean, if we just podcast. bring a podcast next week, I think people will be happy. <laughs> Yeah, ser- <laughs> that's the seriously, one. right? It's just the <laughs> on time. We didn't mess yeah. up with people's <laughs> schedule, time. make them wait long. Um, no, but seriously, again, like, I, yeah, I just appreciate everybody following along. I know we say it every week, but especially with the little gap we just had, like, I know it put put it off a little bit. Um, I needed some time. I just needed to to reset a little bit. So uh, Nick did reach out and ask about it. He was ready to go. Um, so I appreciate your flexibility on it of just, I'm not feeling it this week. Yeah, man. I mean, we, like I said, we all have those weeks, so we will be back in our normal groove come next week. Um, with, I, we actually don't know. I think this is the first week we don't have next week's plan. So stay tuned and uh, yeah. Yeah. Join us in the surprise of who knows what. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. But, uh, but yeah, on that note, um, thank you, Zach, for this week. It was, I think it was a good one. I liked this one. I was excited for it. So, 
Um, stay tuned, guys. Reach out to us on the socials. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next we'll, week. Uh, Thanks we'll talk for to tuning you next in. Week.